there welcome you are listening to pride and prejudice a podcast that aims to create more awareness about the lgbtqia plus community so if you are an ally or want to be an ally to the community listen share and subscribe to the podcast here you will find interviews of various members of the community all coming forward to share their journey in embracing their true identity they have talked about their struggles and lessons learned along the way in the hope that it will help other lgbtqia plus people to make peace with their circumstances and be brave enough to be themselves my guest for today is shaira roy who's a pakistani singer and an actress she started her journey in 2016 with cameo roles in bollywood movies like mohanjodaro saho and street dancer and ended up working with b town celebrities shaira is a transgender woman with gender dysphoria a condition which involves a conflict between a person's physical or assigned gender and the gender with which he she they identify shaira felt her gender was not aligned and she corrected that with surgery She now feels whole and correct and continues to fight the constant judgment that she faces from society. After many struggles and uphill battles, Shaira is now a playback singer in Bollywood. Her first single Raat was picked up by the famous director Vikram Bhatt and used in his movie. This was her first musical break in Bollywood. She is also a producer and writer who owns a media company called Roy Motion Pictures. Hi Shaira, welcome to Pride and Prejudice. How are you doing today? I'm completely fine. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast today and I'm so much excited. So, it is also your birthday, so very happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Really really means a lot that I'm celebrating my birthday today with your uh with your show, with your podcast and I think uh, your listeners going to be having so much great time listening this entire show today. Wonderful looking forward to it. So Shaira you're a well-known singer and performer from Pakistan. You wear so many hats. You're a singer, you're an actress, you're a poet. You've even been an RJ you told me. Any other talents we should know about? Let's prove that uh, I'm a multitasker. You could say uh, I don't want to praise myself enough, but uh, multi-talented as well. <laughs> but coming back to the point of uh, uh, you know identifying uh, more different things, I'm a producer first of all, and then I uh, jumped into all this you know artistic and creating thing and filled with all this. Uh, entertainment part of mine uh, but uh, i think a writer is kind of a thing which uh, was the initial thing in me and then i started off uh, with my poetry and then i started singing those poetries of mine and then i started into bollywood and now i'm an actress as well so it all started in different different stages so i am a producer then coming uh, after that singer then actress and uh, yeah lyricist and we could say poet <laughs> oh my god that's a lot and uh, your new music video kamli is also coming out this month the poster looks so wonderful what can you tell us about kamli well kamli is like my baby you know kamli is something which i have actually uh, um, have made in like in 8 9 months 
usually we don't get to uh, make songs in such now a long span of time we do but in my history this was the first song which took a lot of effort you know a lot of time especially i think kamli is something which is uh, very very big for me uh, why it's big for me because it does involve a celebrity already and this song have a, a beautiful uh, aura you could say it, it it's like total uh, total hit song before even it's released so uh, what uh, whoever is going to be listen to it watch to it it's going to be a treat definitely because kamli is something which i have done a lot of hard work on and i have a full full faith about the uh, milestones and all the achievements i'm going to be getting after the release <laughs> well it looks wonderful for sure the poster looks great uh, when exactly is the video releasing all right so it was supposed to release on 18th of october uh, unfortunately uh, this uh, song is coming from a bollywood label it's a very very be- well known bollywood label and it's coming from that uh, music company but uh, unfortunately they've told us that we're going to be having some more delays because of the agreement and because of some other stuff uh, in the editing we're taking time uh, because we wanted to make the best uh, presentation and that's how we're taking it um, uh, you know uh, having more delays about that but definitely it's going to be coming in uh, just few more weeks and that's that'll be out 8 9 months huh so that's a long time for a music video what really happened when the locations are problem to access did you have a problem with the shoot itself why 8 9 months you know what aparna i all started uh, up with uh, being very very all alone in this project it was me only in the beginning and then my brother nine khan jumped into it he lives in saudi arabia and he's he's the co-founder of my company as well roy motion pictures so i came up with this idea that you know let's let's do a collaboration with a non celebrity from pakistan and i was looking for one celebrity who could be the person uh, who can do it with me and then mohsin abbas hadder was there on my facebook list so i uh, out of nowhere i just messaged him asking that uh, you know whether he'll he'll be interested to do a collaboration with me or not and this person uh, was so kind enough and humble to me that he said yes to me and i was like aiming that you know he he might be bluffing or he might be lying just to you know just to let go the moment but later on he was so serious about the collaboration that he actually got to uh, make it and he uh, kept on asking that you know when are we going to do it when are we going to do it and then uh, we were like looking for a proper composition a composition tune or you could say lyrics which should not be fade away from people mind like it has to be something which is very very strong and has to be something which which creates a environment of you know sufism sufi music and uh, we were looking for something like that then uh, we got our composer uh, he gave us different different ideas we rejected like 10 ideas of him 10 different compositions we rejected on the point and then finally we got kamli and kamli is in punjabi language and then we just we just heard it okay and that was like giving us goosebumps on the on the demonstration so after that demo we was like uh, mohsin are we going to do it and he's like yes we're going to do it i'm like okay damn we are bang on with that thing so then we decided to go with kamli Okay wonderful you have an incredible voice i've heard your uh, video raat and uh, was that your first single 
Yes, yes, that was my debut. All right, and you were nominated too for an award, right? Was it the PISA Awards? Uh, tell us about that. Definitely, it was PISA Awards, Pakistan International Screen Awards, and that was the first uh, first edition of PISA Awards, for, uh, which took place in Dubai. And I was nominated in in that award show for particularly uh, for my debut single, uh, Raat. Uh, then Raat also. lucky lucky number for me because it was my first song and then it eventually came in the film ghost call uh, uh, which was by vikram bhat a uh, well known oh, wow. bollywood director so uh, this uh, great act uh, this great uh, director himself contacted me through email and uh, he he wanted to use my song in playback uh, with shivam and sanaya irani in the lead cast of the movie and it was a horror movie and they used the song and now the song have crossed 27 lakh views already like 2.7 million so yes <laughs> so what was the whole experience like you got nominated you got to have a red carpet experience that was my first red carpet experience i was uh, nominated i was with uh, i was standing i was sharing the you know red carpet with a lot of big celebrities like mahira khan from pakistan then momina mustasin and then uh, aliza for all these people who are like so big and who like have made my have made their names you know already in the industry from the kids these people there i was standing with them and i was like <laughs> okay there's no difference now <laughs> there are differences but that time there was no difference because people were dying to take pictures with them and people were dying to take pictures with me as well. <laughs> and i was like oh, hold on i am not a celebrity i am not somebody who is such a big person or some somebody who have done a lot of work in the industry and i i was just one song old you know and uh, maybe people were not having any idea that uh, who is she but because of my dress and because of the entire attire uh, i think they were thinking that okay she's she may, she's maybe somebody who's very famous so let's take picture with her so that's how i was getting a lot of uh, uh moments which uh, which was memorable wonderful and so this is your first video how did you get started with singing and music videos i was in school uh, when i used to participate in different musical competitions uh different college festivals or you you can say music festivals they used to take place in pakistan and i was in pakistan uh, during the days of my schooling i got to meet this uh, famous pakistani singer who is a student of mohammad rafi uh mohammad rafi who is uh, a big name already in the of in the industry course, of course <laughs> <laughs> so uh and uh, the singer name is anwar rafi uh, uh whom i met and anwar afi sir was the one who was the judge of that particular competition where i was performing and uh, he saw me and he's like and at that time I was, i was like around 16 age of 16 or 15 my age was that way now i'm 25 that time i was 15 16 and then he uh, he was like you know you're a good singer and you know you should just uh, concentrate on your singing and if you need any help then do let me know and i was like really Yes, I need help, and he's like, "What kind of help you need?" I'm like, uh, "Can you please be my teacher? Can you teach me?" And he's like, uh, "But I'm here just to judge you for the for one show, and then I'll go." 
and i'm like i don't care just teach me just teach me just take me home just do whatever you want to do but i uh, i was so impressed by his singing because i've i've heard him singing live and you know he's a he's a student of uh, a, a, a legendary person already mohammad rafi and then another he have his own name in pakistan so i was like uh, um, how i'm going to be getting uh, you know his shiksha and all that but definitely he was so humble to me he was so sweet to me he finally said yes to me and then we started taking the classes every sunday he used to come to you know teach me because wherever i was uh, studying in that school his son was also studying in that school so he used to come to meet his son every uh, like uh, sunday you could say uh, because i was i was in a boarding school so uh, parents used to come to meet their kids and their children on on sundays so he used to come to meet his son and that time i used to learn teachings from him so he used to give me lessons and that's how i've started up and after that uh, after that i did not actually jumped into the singing i uh, started uh, in 2019 only i was uh, trained in karnatak or you could say classical singing i was trained in it uh, but i was not uh, sure to start my career because uh, life was having different plans for me after my schooling so yeah Okay so Shaira we've spoken a fair bit about your journey as an artist let's talk about your lgbt journey now you identify as a transgender female and transgender is a term for people whose gender identity gender expression or behavior does not conform to what was typically associated with the sex to which they were assigned at birth and there is a lot of confusion about transgender people because not everyone whose appearance or behavior is gender non conforming will identify as a transgender person tell us why you identify as a transgender female right so the time i was born i was not having any expression or any feeling or any kind of you could say uh, you know inner affection of a male it was all about a woman it was all in me which was telling me again and again that there is nothing to be closed by a male side of yours and uh, i was uh, see that time you know when you were very young like in the age of 5 or 6 uh, you don't get to know the exact the exact meanings of different things in that time i was not even sure that what i am thinking is actually right or wrong but uh, i used to think like okay i'm 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 a girl only okay that time but uh, after some time after uh, after the ages of like when i just turned 9 12 or 11 i got to that no whatever i'm thinking is not the same which world could get to see me world is treating me different and i'm treating myself different i think myself that i take myself as a woman as a woman as a girl but people treat me like a guy which was making me uncomfortable all in all in the age of uh, what you could say 7 or 8 i used to have this moments when guys or different uh, boys used to call me and they tried to you know uh, talk to me in a, in, in a very in a very uh, different language that uh, you know you are very cute you are very beautiful girl like you you have very pretty skin like that and i used to think that okay if they are calling me this way then i am a girl 
there is nothing called to be wrong but after that age when i actually started looking at myself that no it's not that i am a guy from outer shell but inner self i'm a girl i was feeling uncomfortable in my body i was having a term which called gender dysphoria which gets to the point of your depression which comes out of the point of your depression that because of the gender thing you get so depressed that you try to get suicidal and you get to some stages where you you can have nervous breakdowns or you can you know, you know you can just uh, simply uh, cut off your life so i was having this gender dysphoria uh, thing uh, from the very beginning of my life anyhow i was not confident or i was not brave enough to go and tell my mother that you know what uh, whatever you are treating me you are treating me like a guy but i'm sorry i'm not a guy uh, i'm not uh, attracted to girls i'm not uh, uh, having this thing in me and uh, it was just like any other girl like it was so normal for me to be behave like girl. i was not a person who could used to think that i'm a third gender or i could think i'm a kinner or i could think i'm i'm a person who call uh, myself another you know gender i was very sure that i have one gender only but that is not male that is female that was a time when i decided by the age of 13 14 i i decided that okay this is complete like this is the final thing i'm coming to the point that i'm a girl but these people are not going to accept me and that time my journey started that time my entire uh, entire what you could say fight started basically i used to get bullied in my classes my schooling um, i used to get brutally bully like um, i used to get beaten up by boys i was in grade 7 or 8 uh, i got uh, into a boarding school my my parents sent me to a boarding school and that boarding school was so miserable it was in pakistan ka chota sa shehar called gujrawala i was there and uh, i was so scared every single second was horrifying for me because i was staying with away from my mother i was i am a person who's who's very attached with my mother and i was very attached with my mother at that time as well and i was staying away from her that was very uh, very very horrifying for me and i was staying with every you know there were only boys in that boarding school and i was not comfortable at all because being a girl from in in herself and you know just think that you are in boys everywhere you are boys like wherever you're sleeping wherever you're eating wherever you're studying wherever you going everywhere is boys there were no girls so i was very uncomfortable and i was uh, frightened enough that i could just simply you know i used to cry every night i used to cry with terror with fear that um, i'm not i'm not happy and that that used to uh, you know make even more worse when these guys used to plan different things against me they used to come and beat me they used to come and bully me they used to come i i used to wear glasses i still remember i was having a very powerful number of my glasses it was around 12 12 or 13 i said i was having big glasses on my eyes so uh, they used to come and break those glasses 
and you know uh, they used to slap me they used to uh, pull my hair they used to drag me they used to bully me and whenever uh, and i was so uh, what you could say uh, uh, weak and i was not confident i was so so scared that i was not even able to go and complain in front of the principal or in front of any house master or any warden because i was so uh, helpless from my inner self from my confidence side so uh, i had a very uh, no, what you could say uh, <laughs> not good memories in the in the childhood of mine did you tell your parents about any of this about you getting beaten up at the boarding school or anything like that i used to tell them but they, they don't used to believe this fact they used to like okay you have to be strong be to hota hai this thing happens and you know you should just try to fight along you're a guy and i'm like no mom i'm not a guy i'm not a guy i, I i'm not a guy from the way it was people used to think that you know i've changed myself later on when i was like in the age of 18 or 19 i'm like no it's not true i've changed myself i've never changed myself i've changed my uh, objects i did change my uh, my body but i've not changed myself i was the same from the beginning i took you know birth but uh, i don't know why they used to think and they still think that a lot of people still think that i've changed myself i've not changed myself i'm still same it's just like that i just wanted to be on one side instead of being in middle or being on on the third part on the third part so um, so you aligned your body based on what you felt inside you were born a boy but you felt like a girl trapped in a boy's body and so you changed yourself to completely align with a girl's body that's true that's true and you know what uh, and it it was all even from hormonal side we did got tested from hormones and i was having estrogen level more than my testosterone uh, jo ke uh, which estrogens are in female and testosterones are in male so testosterones were weak in me and estrogens were higher in me so even my hormones are saying this uh, are telling everyone the same message even doctors uh, decided this thing that psychiatrists decided this thing that you know what if you're going to be if you will force her or if you will force uh, if you will like you know tell her to be to be a guy there will be a disaster for her there will be a disaster for you guys as well and that's what happens nowadays my family is not happy with me my family is not in touch with me my family is staying away with me my family have made in a uh, conflict with me so a uh, lot of people have boycotted from uh, from my family with me from uh, you know from my grandmom side and from my dad's all those bigu families back in pakistan have boycotted from me because of my uh, this decision because of my this coming out in the media and coming out and telling everyone openly that about my gender identity they have boycotted from me because they don't like it uh, it's not uh, it's it, it comes to their honor or even they planned sometimes for the honor killing and that's how honor killing take place in pakistan and that's how it happened but i am taking a stand no matter what that's very brave of you it definitely can't be easy to do what you are doing at the moment uh, taking a stand for being who you feel inside and uh, 
Well, you had talked earlier about how you went to your mother and uh, told her that you feel like a girl trapped in a boy's body. What did she say to that? How did she react? She never used to take it seriously. She used to think that I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm a kid, and that's how I'm just thinking because of my lot. I have a lot of cousins, sisters. Maybe because I have a lot of uh, uh, female uh, surrounding in me because of my. uh you know aunties and my masses and my khalas i i think the same thing that because of having so many uh female ratios around me i i feel the same like like them so maybe maybe uh, whenever he he grow up he'll be fine she used okay. to think that way okay so how old were you when you told her that i think i was 13 i i was 13 and i have a very uh, bad experience of my childhood because uh, my uh, my mother was going through a divorce so i was in in that nutshell of uh, you know coming and accepting my different father and my uh, my second father and i was uh, going through from a very depressive and a changing sector of life so i think uh, this ages of uh, 11 12 and 13 was very sensitive and complicated for me because during that time i confronted my mother I've told her about me and she declined about and she still declines it's not about that time she still cannot accept it because she still think that you know i'm 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 making myself dress like a woman like coming out I'm like no mom. It's not like that. I'm not acting. Or I'm not doing anything purposely. This is me, and I've changed myself from so many years now. You have to accept me, but she does not accept me this way. Uh, she's like, no, you're my son, and I'm like, okay, I don't mind. I am your son. You can still call me your son. I don't have a problem with that. I will be your son for the rest of my life. But please accept me the way I am. Don't always come up to me and say. all of these complaints and you know um just don't think i'm a wrong person or just don't call me with all this di- uh, dirty words and all those bad stuff which makes me feel so uh, depressed and that's how i've decided to get separated from her because she thinks that i'm not a good person um so yeah i'm being very honest here right now okay and thank you for that um, is your family in touch with you at all are you in touch with anybody your siblings do you have any siblings yes i do have my my sister she is younger than me she's 5 year younger than me and then i have uh, no one else <laughs> so okay. i'm not in touch with my uh, family much i'm t- in touch with my mother i'm not in touch with my sister i'm not in touch with my dad i'm not in touch with any other family member from back in pakistan i'm in touch with my mother only and my mother is the only one uh, for whom i even came back to dubai i was in pakistan i was uh, working there i was doing shoots and stuff but because she was missing me and she wanted me back so uh, so badly that i could i've just you know flew uh, back to dubai from pakistan but now i'm going to be leaving again uh, because uh, situations and you know i don't think so that i can adjust with them because she simply uh, she she simply tells me all that you know uh, negative and uh, repressive things which make me feel down and which um, ultimately drag out my energy which emotionally sometimes you know 
break me down and I feel like I'm a bad person in front of her. And I think I feel that I'm, if I'll be in front of her, she'll be not happy or she'll be simply, uh, you know, uh, she, she, she might uh, get sick. So I, I think if she's having problem with me, uh, with my entire look or with my entire personality, I should just simply leave, you know, because she's not there to accept me. She's not there to leave me. Of course, she cannot leave me because she's a mother, but then at least accept me, you know. Um, I, I don't know what could be the middle way or what could be the possible way to uh, get the solution out, but uh, uh, I'm still fighting with my own emotions and with, with my mother. I'm, I'm not able to tell her. I'm not able to convince her. I'm not. I think I've tried all possible things, but she always have answer for everything. She have uh, uh, Islamic answers. She have a lot of uh, psychical answers. Uh, she have answers from points of uh, parents and uh, life after death and so many things. So I just uh, always get involved in, a, in an argument, you know? So Okay, so you live with her now? at the moment yes i am i'm living with her i'm right now with her only and okay. uh, here i'm giving an interview and she's in the kitchen Achha, okay so you look beautiful as a woman right now you're completely feminine and all of that and you have a wonderful voice like i've already mentioned but when you were growing up and you were in those tender years of 11 and 13 and all of that when you were trying to convince other people that you actually feel like a female inside did you outwardly express that? Uh, was your gender expression feminine? Did you dress up like a female or any of that? Or were you dressing up only as a man? Only as a boy? I was uh, dressing like a guy only. For, for a very long time, I was dressed, uh, used to dress like a guy only. And, uh, you know, my all actions and my talk, my voice, my face, it's so feminine. It's very, very feminine, of course that people used to laugh on me, that people used to think that I'm maybe gay or I'm, I'm just a, a ladyboy kind of a person. <laughs> they used to think that way or, you know, they used to... People back in Pakistan have a very, very narrow mindset. They simply have to crack jokes on something, something which is not normal, something which is different, something which is, you know, like that. So um, I used to dress like a guy, but... Uh, uh, my entire face and my entire look and my even even though I I was not even using makeup at that time still I was so feminine enough that they used to call me with all that different gandhi words you know dirty words and I don't know why they why they have to give such uh, words to people who are like us you know it's simply not uh, acceptable so um Coming back to the point, I even tried. There was a time in my life and I tried. Maybe, maybe it's possible that I'm, uh, I'm not even giving it a try to become a guy. So let's do it. Maybe my mother maybe could be, you know, right. So let's do it. Let's try to get into the shoes of a man and let's try to become a guy. Okay. Let's do it. So I, uh, I think for like uh, uh, five, six months, 
yes 2015 2015 was a time when i tried to become a guy and uh, i tried to change my looks i tried to wear like all that manly things i tried to do everything possible you know and i used to feel that i'm an amazing actor i used to go to college i used to behave like a guy and people used to be like oh my god look at look at uh, him and uh, her or whatever you can say at that time uh, they were so confused that oh, okay are you trying are you making it out are you just pretending to be a guy and i'm like no i'm a guy you know just like now i'm a guy just uh, uh, i'm i'm just uh, figuring this this thing i'm discovering a guy in me and they used to laugh on me like they like do listen you are just wasting your time you're not going to be doing it for for real this is looking so fake and i was like uh, no it's not fake i'm real because actually i was fake i was doing fake but i wanted people to uh, to know that i'm real you know just wanted to uh, be so good in acting that they could just and i was acting it out when i used to come and close the door of my room when i was in my personal personal space and i was like like shaira what the hell are you doing and <laughs> i'm sorry for this word but uh, i was i was acting i was doing it just to make my family or my mother happy and i was so unreal i used to dress up just like a guy and i used to feel like i'm in this kind of a jail or cage which is i'm taking on on myself and i'm going out and that was going miserable day by day day by day i was feeling like um, very uncomfortable from my own self i was like you know i, I better I, i started getting repressed with that that phase of mine so uh, i was not comfortable i was very very annoyed with myself i was suffocated i uh, was like you know what it's it's not it's just like that like you're a girl right i'll right. tell you that i'm giving you a task that you have to be a guy for the next 5 months you need to dress up like a guy you need to cut your hair short you need to grow your you know fake beard or you need to uh, just walk like a guy and you need to be manly enough that you know you, you can just grab some attention of girls and you you have to do this task just you tell me that what will be your <laughs> yeah yeah completely unlike what you feel inside yeah and you'll be like okay i'm acting i'm going to be so good at acting i can do it if you are an actress or you're an artist you can do it i can be anything i can be a old person i can be a small kid i can be a crazy person i can be a drunk guy or girl i can i'm an actor you know i can play different roles i can play many faces but uh, in real we are one we are the one person and that what happened i was actually a girl and that was acting just for the sake of my mom's happiness or for my family's acceptance or happiness and that even didn't work out they used to they used to still give me all that same things that you know uh, walk properly or you know sit properly or eat properly or talk properly or dress properly you you are trying to be a guy but you're not a guy i'm like isse zyada aur kya karu 
you know, I'm actually li- crossing all the limits just to make you happy. That time I was like, Dunya kisi hal mein khushi jati, just be yourself. <laughs> so I stopped that. And when I stopped that, when I actually, uh, actually my, uh, uh, my college people, you know, they, they were so, they were so upset. A lot of my college uh, fellows and my classmates, they were so upset looking at the, the, the change in me. They were like, you know, uh, what are you doing? You're trying to be a guy, but that is so stupid. And I was like, uh, you know, no, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me give it a try. But I miserably failed because that was not happening because that was not me. That was totally an, a fake personality I was carrying along. And then I, I basically stopped and then I accepted that. No, just don't do it. The time I, I was born, I was born with this thing only, with this gender disorderment. And I think I need to now make it proper. The guy part in me is not there. Even in my hormone tests are not there. I have as hormones as a, as a normal girl could have. So uh, let's, be, let's be a normal you. Let's be a normal girl. You can be possibly. That time I've uh, stopped everything. I suddenly i've not suddenly to be honest i took time i i've took time and then i've started uh again uh, dressing up and again uh you know uh, just not dressing up you could say i just uh, transformed from that guyish uh period of mine into my normal normal period in, into my normal girl's period um, so that was again a big fight for me and for my family. They were like, "Oh, you're back again. You're trying to be a girl again, and like that." So you know, you you should not do it. Then then there was a time when I used to get beaten up from my father. I used to get uh, my hair cut from my father. I used to brutally, you know, drag trimmer on my head. They, uh, he used to shave my head to teach me a lesson. Uh, meanwhile, he's he's beating and all. So, this was your biological that, father? No, no, my my second father. Okay. Yeah, my biological father was worse. My this uh, father, he, uh, I, 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 I do accept that we um, we don't have that chemistry, or we don't have that uh, uh, what you could say. Uh, love uh, um, on an entire way or on a, on a proper uh, what you could say a friendship kind of uh, bond which should be there in a, in a, in, a, in a kid and a father you know so my actual dad my actual father who actually gave me birth you know he was worse he was a proper messed up guy why he was messed up because he was uh, involved in different marital affairs with different women even having a a proper marriage you know and a proper wife or loving wife and he used to uh, go around and make relationship with different girls that was a time when my mom was fighting with her and my mom was struggling with the with her with her uh, uh, wedding or with her relationship and I was very small when he used to beat me I was very small that was not me that was my mother as well my mother used to get beaten up my, my I used to get beaten up he used to beat both of us 
I was very, I was like maybe eight or nine. In the age of eight or nine, he used to, uh, you know, just, uh, I don't, I, I cannot even explain that time. My mother, yeah, he, he used to meet my, uh, he used to beat my mother in front of my eyes. Uh, why he used to beat my mother? Because my mother used to answer, uh, question him that, where were you? Where were you? And she used to find, you know, different proofs that he's involved in relationship with other girls. And that's how uh, he used to get offended. And uh, after, uh, by that offense or by, the, uh, by that statement of my, my, my mother, he used to get angry on her and she, he used to beat her and she used to cry in front of me. And that was miserable. And that was horrifying for any child or for any kid out in the age of eight or nine. And uh, that he was a monster, to be honest with you. Let me be honest with you. My, my dad, who's my second father, Yes, we did not have that bound. We did not have that connection in between us. Uh, yes, he did uh, beat me up for my gender dysphoria thing. But at least he had given us proper education and a, a house in Dubai. He shifted us from Pakistan to Dubai. He gave us a proper standard life. He never basically... Uh, you know, there was nothing left out. He, he gave us everything, every single possible wish he, he, uh, he made it granted. So uh, in that manner, I do have a lot of respect for him. I do have love for him, but I'm, I'm not able to get connected with him um, because he simply, again, he's not able to accept my gender. So, yeah. Okay. So when your second father used to beat you up, uh, what was your mother's reaction to that? Did she ever try to stop him? No, she she never tried to stop him because she used to think that whatever he's doing, he's doing for my betterment. He's doing for, you know, for the sake of my betterment. Uh, she used to think that way because my my second father actually gave us everything, every, everything in right. a sense, financially everything and, you know, uh, in, in a respectful manner and in, in, a, in a way that uh, everybody now respects my family uh, because we have a good standard of uh, living and we have a good uh, you know uh, entire different uh, than the pakistan family's condition but uh, because of this thing uh, beaten apart he, he was not happy with me transforming and uh, uh, you know he used to beat me for this these reasons and my mother was even agreeing to him so that's how he she never stopped him but uh, back uh, in uh, when I was eight or when I was nine, when my actual father used to beat me, she used to stop him definitely. Uh, she used to protect me. But uh, in, in front of my second father, she never did that. She never stopped him. Okay. So what was your um, coping mechanism to all this? Because you've talked about your first father beating you, your second father doing the same because of your gender identity. Um, how you got bullied in school and college and how nobody wants to accept that you actually feel like a girl inside. How do you cope? How did you cope with all of this? You know, there were some things which even I have not even shared yet. Uh, I was uh, harassed. I was I got raped in the age of nine with my own uh, Masi's cousin, so uh, Masi's oh son, sorry. So I was uh, uh, raped by him and uh, then I was raped by a neighbor by the age of 
ten. I think uh, I still remember that you know flashbacks. I was so scared back in that age that um, they they were like sixteen years or so. their ages were like around sixteen or fifteen, you know, and I was eight. And they used to treat me like you know, if you tell anyone, then we'll cut you, we'll we'll kill you, we will throw you out, we'll we'll do something bad to you. And I was like, uh, I was a kid. I was proper uh, weak and very scared, scared kid. So I used to think that, oh my God, if I'll tell anyone, if I'll tell my mom even, no, so he'll definitely do something to me. He'll kidnap me, or maybe he'll 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 uh, beat me, or he'll he'll cut my uh, pieces and is ki all that you know scary things he used to tell me he'll he'll do it to me if I'll tell anyone uh, after the rape attempt so uh, that was uh, very very uh, what you could say disturbing and that was very heavy to digest uh, in that age very heavy to digest even I was not even aware about what his sex is actually. I was not even aware that he's actually doing sex with me or, you know, I was not even aware about this thing because in that age, you basically have no idea about sex. What is it? So I used to think that he is uh, doing something which is not good. He's doing something which is against my will. He's doing something which is wrong, which is something dirty. I, I was not sure that what he is doing but I was sure that he is doing something dirty to me. And uh, I, later on, when I, of course, got mature, or when I got to know about these things, I've, I've discovered that it was sex, it was rape. So, yeah. And then uh, eight, in the age of eight, I got raped. In the age of 10, I got raped. In the age of uh, 11 or 12, again, I got raped from another cousin of hey, mine. God. Did you tell your parents, uh, I mean, at least your mom about any of this? I, of course, I did. Of course, I did. But that was too late. That was too late. I, I, I do remember I was telling my mother. She was crying. But uh, there was one thing which she said to me, which made me even go more de- devastated, you know. Um, she told me that maybe you were going there because you were enjoying it. Oh my God. So, so that was devastating. Um, I mean, I don't know, but my mother, my parents loved me, but they don't understand. I don't know what to, what to be honest, say that, you know. They, they think that they're the amazing parents. They love me properly fully but they cannot understand the pain I've gone through they cannot understand they think that the pain in me is actually bullshit and whatever they are saying is totally right Um, yeah because that's totally uh, irrelevant to say that that I was enjoying at the age of 8 or 9 when I was opening up in front of my mom. This so, is shaming the victim. I'm so sorry, Shaira, that you had to go through this. This is a traumatic experience, no matter what age you undergo this in. And uh, to have to go through this horrible experience 
thrice uh, at such tender ages is uh, it's really sad you didn't have anyone for support i'm so sorry to hear about this i know uh, the support was not there and uh, um it it was so not acceptable in that age at all because that was painful that was um that was very uh, bleedy that was very um i don't know what to actually say in proper words where i cannot even go and um for like days i used to feel pain in me for days for you know weeks i i used to um uh, was not able to go to the restroom so um yeah that was hard so you went into depression okay i'm a depressive soul from from my childhood but depression part is another story that comes uh, that was in the last year in 2019 okay do you want to talk about it so basically what happened was i uh, i was not a person uh, who literally got a lot of love in a proper bulk amount and i was a, i am a very loving person i love if i love then i love like a crazy person i get into the proper love boundaries and even i get sometime limitless so i uh, i start I, coming back to dubai i was doing radio i was an rj in a radio station called 105.4 uh radio spice and i was doing job there as a radio presenter from a university uh, from my university is to go and attend the radio station and you know um, complete my shows and come back so after uh, leaving that job i started into marketing and then after leaving marketing i started into productions uh, into the into the digital and you know all that um, marketing headship or digital headship for different companies in dubai so what happened was i uh, got a i got a message from one of my director that you know there is this guy and he's becoming a singer and this is his first music video he want to release it from a bollywood label and i was in a very good con- uh, contacts with z music company back in india so uh, i was like okay let me do it let me try to help him out he told me okay this is his details that's his name and that that is all it i uh, pitched z music for his music video and he his music his music video got selected for the release and i was releasing his song i was basically uh, pushing him for the launch so i got in touch with the singer and uh, <laughs> so we started talking and this guy was so nice to me he was so sweet to me and i've i've not told him that i'm i'm basically releasing your song and you are my basically artist i was just in contact with him because uh, uh, he liked my pictures on instagram and he he was like okay you're a pretty woman and that's how we started talking he was not having any idea that i'm from production or i'm from this industry we've started like normal girls normal girl and boy thing you know 
and then on the very i think next day he proposed me he was like that i like you so much that i think i'm not i'm not going to be stopping myself to listen to your voice every every day so i love you and i think i'm falling in love with you that was the time when i was like you know it's it's so fast to accept some someone's proposal like that but i was so much in a need of a partner or maybe a, a love side of mine because i never basically got uh, into love um i was in a relationship back in uh, 2013 and that was not a relationship that was kind of a crush kind of thing but this time i wanted to i, I was looking for a serious thing which you could say uh, something which could be into shaadi thing and you know wedding kind of partner so i got this guy and i've told him that you know give me some time i'm going to be thinking about it i'm, I'm going to be getting back to you and then i've thought about it and i said yes to him but there was one point which was scaring me that he is not aware that i'm a transgender woman he have no clue about that will he be able to accept me as a transgender woman and his wife so i told my brother uh, nile who lives in saudia I've told my brother that please talk to him, tell him that what my reality is because I don't want to fake with him. I uh, it's better to tell him earlier, later on maybe it'll be a mess for both of us. And he uh, like like by hook by crook he told him everything, and then this guy called me back and I was like, you know what? If you have problems with my identity, we will not talk. about us or about anything we will not talk to each other to be honest we will cut off straight away okay because i don't want uh, i don't want this thing to be happen anymore because this is acceptable and this is easy for me there will be easy for me to let go because, but if you will reject me later on then i will not be able to do it because i'll be connected to you so much emotionally that i'll be not able to break up with you and he's like no it's not like that I don't think like that he started crying in front of me he's like i really love you no matter what your gender is no matter what who you are i love you the way you are and that was the day i was like he is my man um we were in long distance relationship 3 months after that uh, long distance relationship i told him that you know your song is releasing from z music and he was like uh, how do you know about this thing and i was like dude i know you from beginning uh, i i know you before coming uh, in contacts with you because your song was uh, your song was pitched by me to z music because i'm a producer i'm a producer of your song and then he was uh, like oh my god i was not having any idea that you would belong to the same industry and he he wanted me he wanted my help to establish in this industry and you know to become singer or to become a good name in the industry as a music artist i've moved to pakistan i've got a flat uh, on rent we started living together it was a you know live in relationship after 3 months of long distance we met and uh, it was magical it was just like any bollywood come movie you know all that hawaiian chal rahi hai patte ud rahe hain all that suraj hua matlab chand jalne laga yeah 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 so i was playing a song uh, that song is pal from the film uh from i don't know uh, the film it was jalebi yes 
Jalebi is the film name. <laughs> yes. And I was, I, I was playing the song. Who is it? Pal, ek pal, meh tham sangaya. So I was playing that song in uh, in my laptop, and the whole room was in uh, candles. Uh, it was filled <laughs> with candles, and he was not there. He was still in on the way. He he was coming to meet me in my uh, at my place, and then I I, I was uh, and then he he rang the bell, and I was like, oh my god, my heartbeat was pumping so fast like that. Oh, finally, I'm gonna be seeing him for the first time in real, and uh, he. Uh, entered in the house and the whole room was in in candles you know and it was filled with small candles and the song was playing and uh, i was i was hiding behind the curtain and uh, he was standing there and he's like maine tumhe dekh liya hai bahar aa jao main tumhe dekh chuka hu already tum chup hi ho you're hiding i can see you and i'm like okay and then i came out of the curtain and i started crying i looked at him and he was so tall and just uh, you know as handsome as had i as i was standing in my mind according to pictures he was better even uh, in pictures he was not that good <laughs> but in actual he was very handsome so i hugged him and he was standing with a bouquet you know the bouquet thing really attracts me that made me feel special so um, i i was crying crying in front of him then he hugged me he wiped off my tears and we started to, we, we talked the whole night and uh, it was magical i think um, yeah the best night of my life so after that we stayed together he shifted with me in lahore and he was studying in a university and uh, i think the first two weeks were very nice uh, they were very beautiful they were very magical it was like i'm a wife of a guy i used to make breakfast for him and he used to come to you know go to his university and i i, I was doing nothing i was just there no job nothing i was just having my some savings and i was just staying with him and i was like okay maybe i'll do some job later on when i i'm broke but right now i think i'm fine I'm just let's enjoy that was the time which was maybe the last few years of my happiness later on this guy turned up to me and he was like you know uh, i'm not going to be staying with you anymore because i have issues my family lives in he 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 his family was from different city so he was like i'm going to be going to my city and i'm not going to be living with you anymore but i'll come to meet you maybe sometime so i was like how can i stay all alone in this entire house and he was like uh you know you have to manage i'm sorry and he was getting away from me day by day i was i was not sure about what is going on in him and then uh, there was a time when he actually said that to me that you know what i'm sorry i'm not able to marry you because my family will not be able to accept you because i'm a you're a transgender woman so you will not be accepted by my mother and my father so simply i'm i'm not going to be you know continuing this relationship with you and that time i got mad because i've told him you know in the beginning that if you'll break up with me now i'll be easy to go 
but if you leave me later on and after so many things you know we've done so many things together we've, we just shifted together i've i've came all the way from dubai to stay with you and i've left my family back behind i i was again in the conflict with my family that time as well so i was shattered and i was like don't and then he started uh, treating me miserable he used to break things he used to throw things he used to fight for you know for no things and he used to fight for small arguments and he used to like uh, uh, i i hate smoking i hate cigarettes he used to smoke in front of me to make me feel pissed he used to uh, you know put cigarette ash on my on my hand to make me burn no so i uh, he used to uh, break things in the house he used to laugh on me he used to say that you're abnormal you're you're not, a, not you're not a normal girl you know and i'm like why i'm not normal people like because you're transgender so you're not normal and i know i want normal kids i want normal wife i want normal girlfriend you're not normal i'm like why you why are you getting to know this now why you you getting to say this now you yeah, were, you were pretty upfront you told him right at the beginning it was his choice to get into it so he has no business telling you all this now that's the point and this guy was so messed up he actually said that uh, that you know for uh, sorry for the language he he told me to get off and um, i was shattered and then one day i called him and you know i literally begged in front of him i put my i've put up my nose in front of his feet to not leave me i was so so mad so much in love with him i've backed in front of him i've um, you know joined my hands in front of me him that please don't leave me you are the only guy i have in my whole world now you are my world now there is no other person left in my life i've left my mom i've left my father i've left my entire family now i'm staying with you there is nobody else please don't leave me and i was crying and he he basically he basically wanting uh to not accept me in any way so he he did not accept it see after despite from all this uh request and despite from all the begging i did in front of him he he, he rejected me and he left me he left all over and that time i was in the time of so uh, you know it may of... not it may not seem uh, that way right now but uh, you're the one who's well rid of him he was a loser of course <laughs> yeah I, I... he didn't deserve you you should be feeling like you missed out he's the one who missed out Yeah, it was his loss. Of course, now I'm I'm a star, so yeah, it was his loss. <laughs> no, even yeah, otherwise, so, even if you were not a star, this is no way to treat anyone, and it just shows uh, the kind of person that he is. You know, even if you were a common person and you were mm-hmm. not an artist, mm-hmm. this is not how you treat anyone. I agree completely. Agree in that uh, in, on that note. Uh, there was time. Uh, this was not enough. I was so much uh, traumatized because. of this entire behavior he did to me that i had to go to mental asylum i had to shift there for one day 
I got treated from different psychiatrists, from different five hospitals. And my mom and my my dad came to uh, Pakistan, and uh, they basically I've called them and I've cried in front of my mother. I've told her everything. She 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 took me to the hospitals, and I've got treated. I've got into mental asylum for one day. Mental asylum is a big thing, uh, so you know. You mean they checked you in, or you checked yourself in? No, no, they they took me. Your parents? Yes, yes, they they got me admitted there. and sometimes they they used to not tell me that where they're taking me because of my entire condition i used to cry 24/7 i used to not eat i eat, i i think i've lost 10 kg in one week so uh, it was a miserable time of my life and i was so weak i used to cry 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 so much i i started getting breathing problem and eventually i committed suicide after that <laughs> so this is ka dar tha wo hua committed suicide you mean you tried to do it yes yes i tried to commit suicide i fell from the third floor of my uh, building and i got my spinal cord cracked oh my cracked. god shaira so it was on uh, it was a big <laughs> aim still have my reports with me so uh, it was uh, a time when i got this thing and uh, i was on ventilator for for like two days i was on ventilator um not able to breathe nothing was functioning my body was you know paralyzed for three months i was paralyzed i i got uh, up from ventilator after two days but uh, i was paralyzed for three months i was paralyzed i got my physiotherapy done in this three three months i started walking slowly steady baby steps baby steps you know i got rod get into my spinal oh, to make it proper from a proper operation so then uh, it was a bad 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 time of my life 2019 then uh, i was so much in depression that i basically got into isolation i've uh, locked myself in a room and i was just sitting there looking at the wall talking myself and beshak mera jism heal ho raha tha lekin meri roh heal nahi hui thi i was my soul was not healed my soul was getting darker my soul was getting uh, very 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 brutal very uh, what you could see fed up like enough now cannot have any person in my life to trust on no doesn't matter especially men especially men men is horrible for me that time uh i started staying in the dark 24/7 there was no light in my room i used to hate light i used to hate sun i've never got in front of sun for like 3 months uh i so i uh, was so much into the darkness of my room and of my of myself that i stopped wearing color clothes i started wearing black because i always wanted to carry darkness on me and my mother was like why are you wearing black and i'm like uh, because i i don't want to wear colors if i will wear any color i'll i'll might 
puke or I might get sick I was getting into schizophrenia so uh, yes and I still wear black <laughs> I am still wearing black so I'm right now wearing black so black is something which never got off from me yes after coming into the industry after becoming the main uh, uh, artist or into the celebrities or I, I, I did wear a lot of colors but that was just for the sake of shooting or something like that but in actual life and if you get to meet me in real life I'll be only in black because that black is uh, really essential for me I can I hate light I hate daylight I uh, uh, it's it's ultra uh, when I don't have shooting I don't wake up in the in the day timing I always sleep in the day timing because I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, scared to confront sun I'm scared to get into the light I'm kind of a vampire now if I'll get into the light I'll, 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 I'll be dead you know like that how do you manage your shootings then because that must be during the light and you uh, you said you do wear color clothes. Um, how do you manage being out in the sun then? Don't you feel like puking when you wear color then, clothes? Then that is very that is very mechanically you know functioned in my head. See, it always starts from your mental level. From your schizophrenia is something which is from your mental psyche, right? So uh, uh, for the shooting thing, I have this thing that abhi mujhe shoot pe jana. I have shoot. I am acting. I'm, I'm in during shooting, you're a different person. You're not Shaira. You're not, you're a different person in front of the camera. So I have to leave my actual life behind and have to be in the character, no matter what the light is, what the color is, whatever it is, whatever the director is telling us to do. So, uh, yes, I, I know, uh, in that time I have to, uh, coordinate or cooperate with the situation or with the coloring or with the lighting but uh, uh, that why it's easy that because I always think that now I'm in the character I have a responsibility I'm on job see so if you're having a job you go in the uniform right sometimes right. so if you're having a job in the airline you cannot go in your own clothes you have to wear uh, airline uniform. You, if you're a hostess, if you're a hostess, you have to be in the costume and in, in the in the uniform. Mm-hmm. You cannot wear any other color in any in, in any other dress. Similarly, I'm on job, so uh, whatever I have been, uh, you know, uh, informed from brands or from the directors or from the producer, I have to do it. But in reality, in reality, Shaira is there with the color of black. So I think the title suits me, Color of Black, the Black Girl. <laughs> okay, so um, you said you were schizophrenic. Is that something you think you are or have you been medically diagnosed with schizophrenia? I, uh, my, one of my doctor back in 2019 told me this thing, that you have schizophrenia. And I was like, no doctor, I don't think so. But now I can, I think I agree to him. That time I was not agreeing to him because that time I was not getting into this phase. I was not in this phase. But, but he told me that you have. But now I agree to him. I have this thing. And I, there are different, you know, cure of this, solution of this, medical treatment of this. But I don't want to get it done because this thing makes me strong. This color, 
बड़ी फिल्मी बात करने वाली हूँ एक बात है कि काले से गहरा कोई रंग नहीं होता राइट सही बात तो उसी तरह काले को कोई चढ़ नहीं सकता उसको काले के ऊपर कोई रंग चढ़ नहीं सकता सिमिलरली नो बडी कैन फेड मी अवे इफ आई एल बी ब्लैक इन माई लाइफ सो आई थिंक दिस थिंग गिवस मी हिम्मत पावर एंड आई एम स्ट्रॉन्ग नाउ I'm not weak anymore. I can straight away look into the eyes, and I can just, you know, I can definitely fight with any of us. That time when I was so uh, weak, and now I can fight in front of. I, I still remember I was on a show, on a TV show, on a television, and I I literally slapped my producer. Sorry, not my producer, TV's producer, uh, the the show producer, because he. Miss uh, disgraced uh, me on the show because I'm a transgender, and he disgraced me, and he touched me the wrong way in front of sixty people on the set, and he thought that I'm a trans woman, so I will not do anything in the back. So I just slapped him in front of the entire crew. Well done. <laughs> yeah, that was also there in the news. So uh, people have written this thing in the record, and that show even did not got on air from their channels. No, you did well. That you did very well. That's how you should treat people who treat you badly. And uh, but you know this is concerning to me because uh, schizophrenia is a mental disorder that requires lifelong treatment. And uh, you know some of what you're saying, I understand what you said about the black color. कोई और रंग उस पे चढ़ नहीं सकता and all that. बहुत गहरी बात. Definitely. And you're right. Absolutely about it. I can see why the black color gives you power and all of that. And uh, strength is important. You definitely need it. and you are making use of it but um, maybe just maybe if you will get a second opinion see if you really have schizophrenia and you know a mental illness is very similar to just a physical illness jaise hum log agar bimar hote hain to hum log dawai lete hain bilkul waise hi what you treat your body for jaise aapki spine uh, you know ko theek karne ke liye you had put a rod inside and fixed it just like that if there is an illness in your mind and you're disturbed by something it is possible that some treatment that you get and this is supposed to be a lifelong aisi bhi baat nahi hai schizophrenia mein that you get temporary treatment and it goes away it's supposed to be like a thyroid medicine you take it all through your life and uh, maybe that will um, you know improve your mindset maybe it will help you look more cheerfully towards life because i mean you've met a loser and you've had some very very traumatic experiences and i'm really sorry to hear about all of that but it's very possible that there are so many other opportunities waiting for you in life and agar aap zindagi ko mauka dengi to aap dekh payenge ki zindagi ne aapke liye kitne sare tohfe lekhe rakhe hain right unless you put yourself open unless you give yourself those opportunities maybe treatment might help do you think thank you so much for your advice and for now i'm definitely going to be looking up to it uh, i think Yes, I'm gonna be giving this chance because it's been already one year. I think more than one year. I've just, you know, did not uh, try to to get the treatment done, or have not even tried to go and talk to the doctor about this thing. Um, uh, I think I I should give it a small try. Maybe uh, if even I've got to know that every man is not same, and uh, still I don't believe this. Every man is same for me, even right now. but i think i should give it a try i think i should uh, 
not uh, really really treat every man the same because of this men thing really uh, you know meri zindagi mein kafi unki taraf se hi mujhe hamesha se dard aur takleefein mili hain chahe wo mere baap ki surat mein ho chahe wo mere mere khoon ki surat mein ho mere rishtedaron ki surat mein ho ya mere kisi mohabbat jisme pyar karti thi uski surat mein ho so i think uh, i will take time in this and i definitely will work on it definitely Sounds wonderful. You know, men ko chodiye. Forget men. Uh, I'm I'm not even asking you to take treatment for for them. You know, forget the men because men are just a part of our lives. They don't make our whole lives, right? So we treat ourselves. We need to treat ourselves because we want to be the best person that we can be. है ना तो आप शायरा के लिए अपने आप को treat कीजिए. Not because you want to make yourself worthy enough for a man. They have to be worthy enough for you. so it make yourself the best personality the best person inside and out that you can be uske liye aap treatment lijiye men is just an aspect of your life it is not your whole life shaira so you know forget them just concentrate <laughs> on you concentrate on your health and wealth and mental well being and all of that and uh, you're obviously a fabulous artist you have had so much successes coming your way to you know and hopefully you will see more of them kamli is looking absolutely wonderful and uh, you know i'm really looking forward to the music video the poster is amazing <laughs> thank you so much yeah the poster actually gave a lot um, big excitements because people even thought okay sanjeev lambasali ki movie to nahi aa rahi bilkul waisi hi lag rahi hai you know especially <laughs> wo savarya type of movie because savarya mein wo jo blue blue lighting yes. ब्लू एंड डार्क डार्क ब्लू टू काइंड ऑफ थिंग तो बिल्कुल वैसी सेटिंग एंड लुक्स वेरी रीगल लुक्स वेरी रॉयल एंड आई हर्ड द लोकेशन फेंटेस्टिक इज वेल वेरी दे आर एंड दिस लॉट्स टू एक्सप्लोर सो प्लीज एक्सप्लोर लॉट्स ऑफ साइड ऑफ यू एंड यू नो ब्रिंग आउट यू खुल के खुल के जीने की कोशिश जरूर कर सकते हैं हम सब राइट दैट्स ऑल वी कैन डू बिकॉज वॉट एवर हैपन्स इन लाइफ हमें उस पर हमेशा कंट्रोल तो होता नहीं है बट वी कैन ट्राई टू मैनेज इट बेस्ट दैट वी कैन इतना ही आप कर सकते हैं इतना ही इतना ही मैं भी कर सकती हूँ ऑल ऑफ अस राइट वी कैन जस्ट ट्राई टू डील विद इट द बेस्ट वी कैन definitely definitely i think uh, after a lot of you know i'm going uh, to do a lot of great uh, work and projects i'm doing a z5 ka show called one by one aur iske alawa i'm i'm doing a, a film called hello shabnam aur hello shabnam is for amazon prime so hello shabnam is an amazing amazing concept it's about cyber crime it's about um, again i love taking you know controversial subjects and taboo subjects <laughs> and i don't feel like mujhe ek wohi aashiqui to type ki movie karni chahiye no i believe that i should do something which is different and that's why i've uh, chosen hello uh, shabnam ke script hello shabnam is a story of a girl who is very poor and she has to feed her family aur wo job usko ek aisi mil jati hai jo ki bahut hi galat job hai which is related to cyber crime and she earned money by talking to different guys and blackmailing them over the call and uh basically she start uh, talking to them from a website which is a adult website to you know uh, all those desperate guys who are looking for girls out to us tarah ladkon ko wahan se phasati hai aur unke sath call pe baat karti hai aur wo call pe hi baat karke unko is tarah blackmail kar deti hai ki wo उसको पैसे भेजते हैं और यू you नो know, उनसे वो अर्न करती है बेसिकली एंड 
वो लेकिन जो बिचारी वो करती है वो बहुत मजबूरी की वजह से करना स्टार्ट करती है लेकिन फिर बाद में उसको लत लग जाती है इस काम की एंड शी एंजॉयज दैट वर्क एंड देन यू नो शी हैव टू फेस द कॉन्सिक्वेंसिस इन द क्लाइमेट सो इट्स हेलो शबनम हर नेम इज हिना बट बिकॉज ऑफ दिस जॉब शी स्विच हर नेम फ्रॉम हिना टू शबनम ओके सो दिस इज कमिंग आउट ऑन अमेजॉन प्राइम Yes, that's gonna be on Amazon Prime. Uh, we are going on OTT mostly during uh, pandemic. Covid times. Yes, or I think अभी cinema वैसे भी थोड़े अरसे में खत्म ही होने वाले हैं. So I think OTT ही चलेगा. So this thing is there. Then I'm doing a web series uh, for Z5, uh, which okay. is an Indian platform. It's called One by One. Why it's one? And I'm playing. My name is Maya in that show. <laughs> and uh, uh, this maya thing is really inspires me you know because of behad so um, <laughs> jennifer uh, jennifer oh, i'm a big crazy fan of maya then i because of that maya now this maya will be uh, very scary so now iski uh, story kuch is tarah ki hai ki i'm a serial killer in that movie wow it's, look at your topics chaira <laughs> <laughs> and i kill men only <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, the three <laughs> you know wo picture aayi thi na rajkumar rao ki sab log dar ke bhagte so ye uh, have you seen hate story right you must have uh, seen no i've not seen story. it i've heard of it you've heard about it so it's about revenge so basically there's uh, okay so hello uh, shabnam is a movie but one by one is not a movie it's a web series of 16 episodes So उसमें क्या है कि playing a serial killer but उसपे why she's a serial killer because उसके ऊपर भी पीछे कोई past history है और वो जिनको मारती है और उन्हें उसके साथ कुछ गलत किया होता है past में और it's like a you know thriller and वो the the death are miserable मतलब horrifying वो मारती बड़े unique तरीके से ऐसे नहीं कि गोली मार दी या चाकू मार दिया या आग लगा दी वो बहुत ही उसकी यूनिकनेस इसी में है कि जिस तरह से वो मारती है इट्स वेरी इट्स वेरी रॉ इट्स वेरी डिस्टर्बिंग एंड इट्स वेरी सेंसर बोर्ड तो कभी पास ना करता अच्छा वो ओटीटी पे आ रहा है दैट्स व्हाई एंड देन आई एम डूइंग कमली कमली कर रही हूँ कमली के बाद मेरा एक कोलेबोरेशन इज कमिंग विद राहत फतेहली खान जो कि Wonderful, of course. So it's it's going to be produced by Yash Raj. So wow! The, yeah. So look at the amazing projects you have, Shaira. This is all very impressive stuff. And, and this uh, is some official announcements, by the way. <laughs> this is uh, okay. <laughs> uh, these are official, and they are very exclusive in your show. I'm telling you. Very nice. Thank you so much. This is very exciting, and of course, I look forward to seeing all your wonderful work. Many, I've just seen a video of yours until now. I've not really explored any of your work, so I look forward to mm-hmm. doing all of that. Clearly, sure, you're very sure, talented. Sure. and uh, you have a wonderful voice so aur kya share karna chahenge aap aaj hamare sath i started working basically in uh, into main jab uh, i was in mohanjodaro uh, with rithik roshan i was in sahu with prabhas i was wow. in street dancer with varun dhawan but that time i was a junior artist i was <laughs> the camera to main chote se start kiya tha uh, but i did uh, met them on sets and i did uh, acting acted with them बट नॉट वो वाली एक्टिंग नहीं है जो फीचर रोल्स हो वो छोटे जूनियर आर्टिस्ट के रोल थे बट आई डिड हैर अ ग्रेट एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ शूटिंग लाइक फॉर बॉलीवुड 
मेरा जो जो प्लान है वो बॉलीवुड में ही है करने का बट डेफिनेटली अभी जैसे कि आप टॉक अबाउट राहत फतेह खान का जो प्रोजेक्ट है जो मैं करने जा रही हूँ आई एम कास्टिंग ऑपोजिट शिव इन नारंग शिव इन नारंग अगेन ही वॉज इन बेहद टू विद जेनिफर विंगेट सो ही रॉक स्टार ही इज अ हार्ट थ्रॉक एंड यू नो ही रोमैंसिंग विद मी ऑन स्क्रीन I've seen him in Behat too, romancing with Jennifer. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm like, okay. And after, when Shivan ne project ko haan kiya tha, jab unhone is project ko haan ki thi, I was like, I was not able to believe that. Okay, he said yes. Oh my God. Maybe he said yes because we're shooting in abroad. Isiliye usne yes to nahi kiya, but he said yes to me, and that was very exciting for me. So. Uh, I think Kamli is coming up. The next thing is Kamli. The big thing is Kamli. Uh, Stardom Entertainment have really, really helped me uh, and my company in making this song. If I think Stardom was not there, so that was not going uh, making it any uh, possible waves. But uh, Tanvir Ahmed and Shazia Khan, these people are my partner in this song. Nail Khan, who's my brother, uh, who uh, you know. was there entirely in my life and entirely in this project as well produced this song basically mohsin abbas haider jo ke mere sath do it kar rahe hain who's already non celebrity from pakistan uh, then asad choudhry who's romancing with me in this song <laughs> he's there and yeah i think it's going to be a treat to watch once it's out um you have to of course Uh, tell your friends to listen it more and more. सबको बोलूँगी. I will tell everybody. I will promote it to uh, in every channel I can possibly promote. We're all looking forward to this. It's looking wonderful, and uh, you know all the best to you, Shraira. You've had uh, a very incredible life and uh, some very dark moments you've shared with us, mm-hmm. and that was very brave of you to do so. But I'm very happy to hear about all the huge successes that you've had as well, and. Uh, going forward i hope you have only good things happening to you and uh, please keep telling us what those are please keep um, doing the good work that you continue doing and uh, that you have been doing and uh, thank you so much for being so open about your lgbt journey and for joining me on this podcast today thank you so much i think it is the only interview which is which was so in de- so much in detail i have never basically uh, uncovered myself that much in any of the recent interviews or any even a uh, little interviews of my life even uh, though would, uh, it it was on tv or it's on radio anywhere i think this is the first descriptive explanatory interview and uh, i am glad that i've told everything to you and i'm super uh, superbly uh, excited to listen this afterwards as well so thank you so much for having me in your show Absolutely, my pleasure. Take care, Shara. All the best. Thank you so much. If you have reached this far, how awesome are you, really? You could have been doing a hundred other things, and yet you chose to listen to the journey of an LGBT individual. Thank you so much. I'll be back another time with another journey, yet another identity. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for your time.